Learn the most advanced recruiting techniques. Land the most desirable talent. Launch your company towards massive success. This is the Higher Power Radio Show with Rick Gerard. Always be recruiting. That's right. Today, people, we're talking about the ABCs of recruiting. <laughs> the reality of the talent market is our subject today. And here's the thing. Creativity and contact are the keys to winning talent. That being said, we're going to clue you in on where to find the gold nuggets and why you're missing out on great people. And of course, this is so popular right now on Facebook Live that my phone's ringing. Today's quote, great vision without great people is irrelevant. Any idea who said that, Miss um, Lorraine Ladd? Jim Collins. You're spot on. <laughs> Boom. If anybody doesn't know, that's the author of Good to Great and Built to Last, two of my favorite books. I'm Rick Gerard, and welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show. Our mission is to help entrepreneurs and business leaders avoid costly hiring mistakes. We identify a specific problem and provide proven tactical solutions to solve your company's most difficult hiring challenges. We share insights from top-performing entrepreneurs, disruptors, and industry experts like our guest today, Lorraine Ladd. Lorraine is the Associate Director of Talent Acquisition for Alliant Group. Lorraine is an experienced sales and talent acquisition executive with a demonstrated history of working in the staffing and recruiting industry, strong professional skilled in customer acquisition, sales, executive search, customer relationship, and executive coaching. Lorraine started her career while in college radio. She's an ex-DJ, right? Yes, I am. Oh, my God. So I'm like <laughs> on the hook. She's going to be breaking down everything I do today, you know. I'm really not looking forward to post-show, I'm just going to say. <laughs> no, you're doing great. And she was a successful radio morning show personality before deciding to go into staffing. Boy, that's a weird turn in your career, right? <laughs> really big difference, right? I think we flipped careers. I think we did. Yeah. yeah. How, how strange. <laughs> Lorraine, welcome to the Higher Power Radio Show today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Although I got to say, I'm a little nervous now. Like I feel like I'm oh my under gosh, the no. microscope. No, <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to cover why you should always be recruiting or recruiting or recruiting. I don't know if you want to stick with the ABC yeah. there. <laughs> Uh, the truth about responding to your job postings. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that because, quite frankly, I think we're missing a lot of talent in that area. And finally, where to find great people now. So let's dig into the problem. I'm going to make a bold statement because okay. um, I believe that recruiting today is actually easier than it's ever been. Okay. I don't agree with that, but okay. Everybody says the same thing. Everybody complains about it, but I think it's, you're hunting in the wrong, fishing in the wrong grounds, like in the wrong waters, if, if you're not being able to find people. Okay. But hey, let's, let's go with that. All right. So, so why do you feel that way? Why do I feel that way? Because job dissatisfaction is at an all time high. Mm -hmm. And if you can reach people, if you can contact them and have conversation with them, you can get them engaged and you can get them to talk to your company. Right. The problem is the messaging that's out there, we're just so barraged with it. There's so much of it mm -hmm. that people tune out. I agree with that. And I also think, I mean, at our company, at Alliant Group, we really hire people. We don't hire roles. And sure. so I think with that being said, it kind of goes to what you're saying. I think a lot of people just look, okay, this is the job description. This is what I'm looking for. They don't go outside the box. They don't try to figure out what that person's strength is. They just look at exactly what they need and they don't really go outside the box in that regard. Okay. So that brings up the whole question of whether or not your recruiter or the person who's doing it is a, is a hunter or an order taker, right? Right. Because that's yeah. really what it boils down to. Right. 
And I think in recruiting, you have to be sales too, right? You really have to sell the company. You have to sell the position. And I think if you're passionate about it, it makes people be passionate about it. Sure. It's infectious. Right. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. And okay, but if you if you look at what typically people are doing right now, they're just kind of matching skills and saying, right. well, I need four years of this and five mm-hmm. years of that. And yep. that's an order taker. Exactly. You're yeah. going off the resume. Okay, check this box, check that box. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they meet all the criteria. So so yeah, I'll call them and I'll see call if we them get and an see. interview. Right. But sometimes if they don't meet the criteria, but they're close or, you know, it looks good. Even if you just have a phone call with them, you can figure out where they would be good at your organization. Because for us, we interview for our whole company, right? So we want to find good people. And if you find good people who are energetic, motivated, driven, you know, want to excel at a company, then what happens is you can take those people and you can put them in a variety of different positions where they're going to be the best that they're going to be and they're going to excel. But if you're just looking at a resume and you're like, oh, doesn't meet this or that, and you pass it all, you know, along and you don't really want to do anything with it, that makes all the world, you know, Hire people who perform, not yes. who have the skills. Mm-hmm. Skills can be learned. Right. The things like cultural values mm-hmm. and, and um, somebody who's a, a proven performer, that's not anything. That's like innately part of a person. It's right. not It's not the skills. No, you can't teach somebody to drive. No. You can't teach somebody that tenacity. No. It, it's something that you're born with. And it's something that if you want to excel and you want to be great, that's something that I really believe you're born with and you can't teach it. Everything else you can teach. So true. So true. You can't teach passion. Nope. Nope. All right. So why is it important to continuously recruit? Because you never know who you're going to find, you know, and, and I mean, I just got back from a conference, um, and, you know, we go to those conferences and we talk to people and that's what we do. We walk up to them. We talk to them. We see, um, you know, Wait, their passion. Wait, you talk to people? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think we met at a yeah, conference, we right? did. Yeah. I walked up and started talking to you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So that's what you have to do. I mean, you have to think outside the box. You know, unemployment in Orange County right now, um, as of May, is 2.4%. Unemployment in the nation is 3.4%. So that's a pretty small uh group of people who will be looking for work. So that's you really... a lot of miserable people yeah. working, by the way. Yes, exactly. They, LinkedIn uh, released their studies not too long ago that 87% of LinkedIn users are open to hearing about new opportunities. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. And you figure if somebody's looking up, right, you send somebody a message, if they're looking up, they're obviously not happy at some portion or some point in their job career. So that's where you hit them. But when you're going to these conferences, and you're walking up to people, and you're enthusiastic about your company, and you're excited about it, and you're talking to them, they see it firsthand. It's not on the phone, they haven't submitted a resume. And so you're talking to people who are passive, and you're getting a feel for them. And you're well, you hope they're passive. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. (laughs) And so you're getting a feel for them. And it's a great way to always be recruiting. You never know. My daughter and I were shopping the other day and we were in a store and this gal was really nice. And she got my daughter like the size she needed. And I started talking to her and, um, she was so great. And I was like, Oh my gosh, so what do you do? And I mean, obviously you're working here. And so she kind of told me her story and I said, is there, here's my business card. Can you send me a resume? Because I think you'd be a great asset to our company. And she was like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I graduated from college in marketing, took a job in marketing. It wasn't the right job. And I didn't know what else to do. And I said, well, so let me help you. She's working retail. Yeah. <laughs> now she's working retail and, and hopefully coming on board. And with she us. probably felt trapped too, mm-hmm. because yeah. once you're in retail, you kind of hard to get mm-hmm. out of, right? Yeah, yeah, See, exactly. Okay, looking for talent in, in usual places. Mm-hmm. In building a recruiting firm, I used to go to some of the high-end stores at the mall too. Right. And actually um, hired a lot of waiters and waitresses mm-hmm. and 
Bartenders. Bartenders even. Yeah, because they yeah. work random hours and they're obviously, uh, you know, aggressive. They're driven. They're doing what it takes. They're friendly, right? Because they're yeah. having to take your order and be nice and have that good level of customer service. So that's Bartenders a great place. Bartenders have to listen to you because yeah. they're stuck behind a bar. <laughs> they exactly. actually make really good recruiters yeah. because they have to sit there and listen to you drink and, Talk, and, yeah. and spill out all your guts. Exactly. Right. right. Which is a little bit about what well, we're kind of like bartenders in a way, right? Maybe we should drink more. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about where we're missing people. We get a lot of people that come to us via job boards. And, and right. uh, as recruiters, I think we look at resumes and we make judgments. The average recruiter looks at a resume for like 15 seconds. Really? That's what I've heard. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's an unofficial number, right. but I think it was something really really slim like that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. interesting. Um, no, I think, I think if somebody takes the time to, you know, submit their resume based off of, you know, a, a job board or whatever, then you have to give them that common courtesy to take the time and look the resume over and also do a phone call because there's so much that can be uncovered or discovered, or sometimes people just don't know how to write a resume or don't know, you know, I mean, they don't know how to talk about themselves, right? I think sometimes we don't know how to boast about ourselves enough. And so when you look at some of these resumes, you're like, oh, that would be really good. And then you talk to them and you're like, oh my gosh, why isn't that on your resume? Like, that's awesome. Go, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't right? know. I didn't know how to do a resume. That's not their forte, right? That's our forte. So I think in having those conversations and dabbling and, and really digging deeper, I think I have found some amazing talent that maybe others have missed just because they didn't take the time strongly agree with you. And I argue that some of the best people have the worst resumes. Agreed. Yep. Agreed. And so if you're screening based on resumes, you're doing your company a huge mm-hmm. disservice. Yeah, exactly. And I think you do. You have to, I mean, it takes how long to make a phone call. Plus you've met somebody who knows who they know. But it's so hard to make phone calls. Well, not if they send you your resume. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to pick up the phone. That, I know. That receiver is really heavy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I'm just... <laughs> People have a hard time picking up that receiver. I know. I know. It's so much easier to email. (laughs) No, but I mean, I think the personal touch, right, with picking up the phone is where you really differentiate yourself from others. I think it's amazing when you pick up the phone. They're always so happy to hear from you and they want to learn the opportunity. Not every opportunity is right for everybody, but guess what, folks? It's called networking. When you're talking to that candidate, they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And before you know it, now your network is building. You're growing and expanding and how great you're able to tell more people about how amazing your company is and it just gets the word out there. I know I've reached out to people and it wasn't the right time and three or four months later, it is the right time. That employer branding thing that yes. everybody is so concerned about mm-hmm. is like having a strong employment brand and having good candidate experience. Right. That just adds to that. Mm-hmm. Again, I agree. When you have a conversation with somebody and let's say you decide together that it's not a right fit, maybe you invested... 20 minutes into a right. call. The fact of the matter is now you left a good person with a good impression. Yes. You have the right then to ask them for referrals if you both agree mm-hmm. it's not a fit and they're going to feed you more people down the road. Right. And having an advocate on your glass door reviews is oh, a good thing. Oh, exactly. Right? right. I never see a good glass door review that says, I didn't get a job here. However, I interviewed with them and wow, it was an amazing experience. Right. They were great. They treated me so nice. And, it's always mm-hmm. the adverse of yep, that. Yeah, exactly. So there's nothing wrong with picking up the phone and calling somebody. I mean, for me, it's fun because maybe I can't get that candidate, but two candidates away, you know, 
we could, what is it, six degrees of separation? It could be who knows who they know or who knows who they can refer or who knows who they'll come in contact with that is looking for a great opportunity. So it's just always and always being positive when you talk. You know, I've had people in the past with some of the clients that I've worked with when I've called them and I talked to them, I've had people come back to me and say, well, you know what? Actually, I'm not interested in that company anymore because one of my friends had worked there or had oh, interviewed uh-huh. there at one point. That's a really difficult one to get around. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and it is gotta, challenging. Yeah, absolutely. All right. You're listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Gerard. Find out how healing a person's pain points attracts amazing people to your company. Sign up for our free webinar at stride, S-T-R-I-D-E, search, S-E-A-R-C-H.com. Today, we're talking to our guest, Lorraine Ladd. Lorraine is the Associate Director of Talent Acquisition for Alliant Group. Hello. Yeah, and we're talking about the ABCs of recruiting. Are you having a hard time here? I can't hear it all. Paul, good thing we have Paul, the engineer, <laughs> oh, saving us. I can hear now. Thank you. Sweet. Yay. I can hear clearly <laughs> now. now. Lorraine is gone. <laughs> Whoa. That was some good thinking. I had nowhere to go with that. Thank you for covering me. You're welcome. Own. No worries. All right. So let's talk about where to find good people now. Okay. All right. We, we just mentioned what one key answer to this is call everybody who responds to yes. you. I find gold nuggets in those people who have terrible resumes. Sometimes. Oh, I agree. You know, sometimes you just find the diamond in the rough, no matter what the resume looks like. And you're talking to them. And like we spoke about a few minutes ago, I think people are really bad sometimes at hyping themselves up. And, you know, it's hard to put it on a piece of paper, what you've really done. And so it takes the time to call and really get a feel for them. Because when you talk to them, you're like, oh, my gosh, you've done this. This isn't on your resume. And, oh, you've done that. Well, that's not on here either. And it's like, oh, should I add that on there? Especially somebody who's been out of work maybe for a little bit. Or um, some of the things I find is they graduate college, they're at the job for maybe six or seven years, they interviewed with one company out of college. And now they're like, okay, I'm ready to make a change or, or they want to, you know, grow their career and they're going to have to, or they feel like they should leave that company to do it. They've never really interviewed, but once when they graduated college. And it, a lot of times it's at a career fair at the college campus. Yeah. And so they don't know how to do the resume. They don't know how to really market themselves. And so just taking that time to call them and talk to them is always, for me, a great way. The most valuable real estate on a resume is the white space. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. And yeah. the, con- the contact info mm-hmm. and the white space. Yeah. Those are the best to compile. Okay, mm-hmm. I can call you, I can find out, and right. I can, you and I can have a conversation, find out what's what's happening with you mm-hmm. and why. Um, it seems to me like those are the death sentence for everybody else. Right. I agree. And people just look at the resume Okay, they don't match all the boxes we're moving along. But, you know, that's that's not always the best way to do it. You really need to make sure that you hire people and not a role. You hire people who are going to come in and do the best that they can do, not just based off a job description. 100%. Okay, so we, we talked about some, uh, some of the unexpected places to find talent, mm-hmm. retail, cold calling conferences, networking. Right. Where else can we find people? Through referrals, through networking, through friends, um, you know, candidates Wait, that you talk I to. I ask for referrals and people don't give me referrals. <laughs> well, what do I do? How do I get them? Um, you ask every person <laughs> for referrals. You let people know. People don't know what they don't know. So sometimes people don't realize you're even hiring until you tell friends of friends. I mean, how often have you been somewhere where you're like, oh, yeah, my company's great. You know, I love working at a line group. It's the best company ever. And we're always looking for good people. It's like, oh, wait, I have a friend who would be really good. And so if you don't talk about that and you don't say great things about the company and you're not always networking, you're never going to know. How many events do you go to where you actually meet other recruiters at networking events that are not recruiting oriented conferences? 
Because um, I don't ever, I don't come across a whole lot of people that are recruiters at networking events. No, not not very often. It's it's interesting. And I go to I go to tech um, functions like right. OC Tech Happy Hour mm-hmm. and some of these other things that are tech related. I rarely see people who are recruiters there. Right. And what a great place to recruit, right? When you're there <laughs> and you're talking to people. I mean, they have beer. Right? <laughs> they have people. There's people. There's, yeah, there's that. I think we're in the people mm-hmm. business. Yeah, we are. If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And so there's people everywhere you go. So it's just making sure that you're at those places. It's really easy to recruit from behind a computer, but it's really challenging to recruit out in the public. You've really got to do that because it's a safe space, right? You're in front of the computer. You're sending out emails. You can hide. You can hide. But when you're out in front of people, it's... For me, it's like so exciting because you get to see people. It's immediate contact. You get to tell them about the company. You don't have to send an email and wait for them to respond or send a LinkedIn message and wait. It's God, that's one-on-one. Like, on one. That's like death to me. Like That's the worst part. I, worst thing ever is waiting for somebody to respond. I know. And here's the thing. If you don't get a response within 24 hours, you have less than a 1% chance that that person's going to respond to you. Right. Where people drop off is they might do two or three messages mm-hmm. and then give up. Right, right. And, and I think they say it takes like seven, right? Seven to 10 points of contact yeah, before. Yeah. I had a person that I placed in November, 31 points of contact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 31 That's crazy. times. Mm-hmm. And finally, I just left some random, like I'm just frustrated message. Right. I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know your voicemail on me or going out to lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We'd like to invite you along. Yeah. <laughs> and is that what got him? <laughs> he responded. Yeah. Oh, see? Yeah. So he thought it was funny. Yeah. Thinking outside the box. Because you called me at the right day. That was a funny message and I'm calling you back. Mm-hmm. See, what do you want? Yeah. But imagine if you were at a conference or you're at an event and you talk to that person one-on-one, it eliminates all of that. Totally. And you're just able to get what you need, talk to them about it, be excited about it. And okay, maybe that person isn't looking, but I guarantee nine times out of 10, it's, I'm not looking right now, but I have a friend who is, or my brother-in-law uh. or my cousin. So I love the I'm not looking right now thing. Mm-hmm. That to me is like the, ooh, I have a passive person. Yes. So- now, to me, that's room for, okay, well, or, or tell me about that. Right. So what has you so engaged that? I'm a passive candidate junkie. Like, yeah. I love- Me okay, too. So you're passive? Great. Now let's explore that. Mm-hmm. So I love, you're, are you in the best job you've ever yeah. been in your life? Well, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I'm just not looking. Yeah. So then we can explore that. Right. And that's how I can develop that person. I'm not looking, but is my favorite. But what? <laughs> but I'm open to hearing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Then you are looking. All right. There's another talent pool that I think is totally underutilized right now. Okay. And that's the my generation, your generation, Paul, our producer. <laughs> well, Paul's like, you're above baby boomers. What's above baby boomers? Are you like 102? What is that? <laughs> Poor Paul. Centennial? I don't, I don't know. I'm just kidding, Paul. I love you. I think there's a generation that's underserved. I think there's a lot of good people that are, what are we, Gen X? Yeah, I don't even... Gen, yeah. Xer, Gen yeah. Xers and about boomers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of really good talent out there that are just sitting on the sidelines looking for something to do. Right. So why are we not taking advantage of those those people? Well... They're, by the way, they're all... If you want to find them on LinkedIn, they're <laughs> consultants. Yeah. Or coaches. And, and all open to new opportunities, right? Yeah. 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 You know, for us at, at Align Group, we, like I said, you know, we really do hire people 
And that's what we do. We don't have to have them specifically be for a job or anything. We interview them to find out about them and then try to place them in a good position. So for our company, you know, that doesn't really matter, right? Okay. I've, I've been at Alliant Group for a year and I'm in that bracket and um, there was no, you know, it wasn't, there was no hesitation. There wasn't anything. It was like, okay, this is what we think you would be a good fit for our company. So, but I do think that a lot of companies are a little bit skeptical to hire in that. 45 to 65 range. Probably 40 and above, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah. I did this experiment. I got to tell you about okay. this. Like yeah. A few months ago, I looked at some jobs that were posted. Mm-hmm. I put a fictitious name on it. Okay. Right? I didn't have a tag on the LinkedIn profile. I basically had like a long form resume with all my career history. Mm-hmm. Not even like, but with all the buzzwords. Right. And then I had a shortened version of it. Okay. Like where it, it would make you think that I'm in my 30s. Okay. The one in my 30s got a lot more responses. Really? And I didn't ever get back to any of them. Right. But it was interesting because the one of my kind of actual career job history mm-hmm. got very few responses. That's interesting. I know, right? Yeah. So bias exists out there. <laughs> with some. Not Shocker. with all, but yeah, with some. So how many responses would you say you got for the actual? I still got a very low response rate because, quite frankly, I responded through the job portals. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's the worst way to go about getting hired at a company. Right. I always go the recruiter way, which okay. is I'll reach out to the CEO. Okay. And I'll get an introduction and I'll go, I'll go from the top down. Down. Okay. And I do exactly what HR tells you not to do. Mm-hmm. Because I know that if I get stuck in that HR hole, I'm never getting out of it. Right. So I wasn't doing it to get interviews with the companies. I was doing it a little bit more about to see what kind of response I got. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Isn't it really? Yeah, that's a good little I didn't study send my did. resume to your company, though. No, because we would have. We would have for <laughs> you, sure. You would have yeah. talked already. Yeah, we would have talked. You'd probably be working for us by now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so key takeaways. Give me a quick your three things that you want the audience to walk away with. Um, I think always be recruiting. Always be passionate about your or companies. always be recruiting. Always be recruiting. That's right. Um, <laughs> We're down home today. Yeah, exactly. ABC. <laughs> I think people need to do what we do at Align Group. We hire people and not roles. And I think if you look at it that way, I think you'll be way more successful. And network, network, network. You're only as good as your network, right? So the more people you network with, the more opportunities you will have to recruit because it is a smaller recruiting pool. And, you know, you're going after passes candidates. You're looking for people who are passive, not always active. And so if you're always networking, you're always going to be able to find good people. And your job, if you're a recruiter or talent acquisition, your job is to actually screen people in, mm-hmm. not screen them out. Right. Exactly. Your job is to make sure that you find the evidence to support whether or not somebody's good mm-hmm. or bad. Right. If they're bad, get rid of them. And there's a right. lot of people with great resumes that are not good fits for your company. Right. But they get interviews. Mm-hmm. And you Shame never know who you'll meet. Yeah. You never know what it could lead to. Exactly. All right. Well, we're just about out of time for today's show. Lorraine, Already? thanks so much for your time investment today. Yeah. I know it goes by fast. It does go by fast. Thank you for having me. This Absolutely. was so fun. And welcome to the Higher Power Radio community. Now, what would be the best way for the members of our community to reach you, your company, what have you? Um, so the best way they could email me at Lorraine. Spell that out. L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E dot L-A-D-D at AlliantGroup.com. Or they can call me locally. Um, I'm out of the Irvine office at 949 809 2170. And, you know, I would love, love, love to talk to anybody. Um, Alliant Group is a, we are a management consulting firm and our mission is simple. We're trying to keep jobs here in the United States. So it's really work that matters. So we've got 
you know, openings across the board. And like I said, we really do at Alliant Group, we hire people and not roles. So we are looking for somebody who is, you know, looking for a home, looking for a great place to grow. We have a lot of growth within Alliant Group and we are an amazing company to work for. So high performers ready to fall into a great company, call me. Boom, go. And you're only the second person actually who's left their phone number. I do that too. Oh, okay. So yay, congrats. All right, I want to thank our listening audience for tuning into this week's episode of Higher Power. A quick thanks to our team. Our engineer, Paul Roberts, our producers, Andrea Ballin, Shanti Ryle, and our creative director, Ayla Gerard. That's my daughter. Aw. If you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, review, and share. We, uh, we love your feedback. And after all, this show is all about you. Join the Higher Power Radio community at Higher. That's H-I-R-E, Power, P-O-W-E-R, Radio, R-A-D-I-O, dot com. And hey, check me out at rickatstridesearch.com or... Check out our passive talent webinars and workshops that we have running uh, ongoing. Tune in next week. Our guest is going to be Ben Monez. Ben is the co-founder and CEO of Fama Technologies. I'm your host, Rick Gerard, and you have been listening to the Higher Power Radio Show. Aloha. Thank you for listening to Higher Power with Rick Gerard on OC Talk Radio. 